What up, everybody? I'm going to initiate a call to action for everyone to donate $1.99 so that you can access the back catalog of the podcast as well as to help your podcast grow. I'm trying to grow the podcast and I want to do that with you guys and make it better and brighter and bring you more information. So if you want to access the back catalog and help support me as an artist, I appreciate you. And please donate at anchor.fm underneath Lockdown Universe. Thanks so much and enjoy the show. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO, legend, and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourselves. So today I'm going to talk about something that I came across on a episode with Randy Kramer, who was part of the Secret Space Program. Now, some, now this is a few years old now. I mean, this isn't probably recent. I think this episode is at least four or five years old. So that's kind of good news and kind of bad news. Um, in an, in this episode, he states that there are some very aggressive insectoids that seem to be or have become interested with our planet. Now, why that is, I don't know. Well, in actuality, he states that they've received intelligence that we become a target of interest in these aggressive insectoids. Why is that? We don't know. He states there's a reasonable chance that we might see them in our own system sometime soon, actually coming to Earth and making landfall on planet Earth. And Hemery's like, wait a minute, what does that look like for us? And Randy states... An alien invasion. Just like we would see in the movies. Well, that sucks for us, right? What are we supposed to do about that? Uh, we're just flesh and bone, and if these insectoids want to come deal with us, you know, what? can we just fire our regular weapons at them? And, like, that that's going to be okay? You know, all of us good boys here in the U.S. of A. just start firing our rifle shotguns and, you know, handguns and whatever else we got? Is that going to be good enough? Well, let's find out. He states, you know, what's the best way to fight these guys? Well, Randy and his his team, they have high technology, right? They've got more technology than than we do. Um, they have hydraulically operated battle suits. They've got plasma rifles. They've got nanotech battle suits that they can wear. Um, they have uh, all kinds of um, DARPA technology, right? Audio technology that could possibly penetrate something um or disable them right if you put a something at a high enough vibration maybe you can rattle it or completely scramble its brains although you know we might run the risk of scrambling our own brains that might be a problem too um he states that they need a projectile that's uh larger than a 50 cal to get through the the exoskeleton of these insectoids these insectoids have three inch 
uh, thick exoskeletons. Three inches thick, dude. Can you imagine that? Now, you know, when you take a gun, right, and you think, oh, it can, it can get through a lot. It can't. It can't get through a lot. It can get through certain things. You think about a tank, okay? Certain tanks don't have that, that thick armor. Not even certain tanks have three-inch thick armor. The Panzer tanks, back in Germany, in, in uh, World War II, they had three to four-inch thick hulls on their tanks. That's why they were able to take all the shots off the Americans. The Sherman tanks did not have that thick armor. That's why one Panzer tank, one Tiger tank, could take down three Sherman tanks. So three inches of armor is basically like going up against, you know, a tank. Okay. Even if it's not a tiger tank, it's still going up against a tank. Well, think about it. Your little plinker isn't going to do crap against a tank. You're going to need armor piercing, uh, high, high melting, uh, rounds that will be able to penetrate that kind of armor. And, uh, guess what? Uh, as much as the people around the world that listen to this podcast that aren't in the U S think that us cowboys are, you know, in the U S have all these great weapons, they are all plinkers in comparison to that kind of armor. It's not going to do any good. We can fire it all we want. And unless you happen to hit, you know, unless they have a penetrable spot that's going to, you know, allow us to hit them, like in between their chest plate and their, their head plate, we're going to be screwed. So he states we have to have different kind of tech. That's why I love these whistleblowers, because they risk... Everything. They risk death. They risk their health. They risk their livelihoods. They risk ridicule just to give you, give us, you know, some information about what could come. And, you know, and it's so interesting because, you know, a lot of times in my brain, I think, okay, well, you know, aliens aren't going to invade. We are, we've had aliens here for like 30,000 years, maybe longer, maybe millions of years, who knows. And, um, that's just what we have the cave drawings, cave paintings of. Could have been a lot longer, but, you know, if they were going to attack, they could have done it by now. But, that doesn't account for every species in the universe, right? So if they know that there's like an easy prey, easy target somewhere, you know, that they might have to travel to, they might do it. I mean, just think about it. Think about the Europeans coming to America. They were like, hey, we can go there and we can have freedom. We can have free land, free, you know, free everything. We don't have to get taxed anymore. We don't have to be underneath, you know, King George's thumb, we're out, deuces, you know, and they, they all crossed, not all of them, but you know, the folks that came to America crossed by boat and it took them a long time, but they did it because they knew on the end of that journey, they would reap what they sow, you know, they would be able to have all of everything they wanted, you know, <coughs> they might have to work at it, but they would get it. So the idea that they're, that we're safe because a species hasn't taken us out yet isn't isn't it doesn't mean that we're all that safe and what's interesting is they talk about the fact that there are a, other alien species here right we know that there's uh reptilians we know that there's uh tall whites we know that there's um even aquifarians we know that there's um many species that are here uh inner earth agarthians right and you know randy kramer talks about the fact that hey you know there are other species here, but will they help us? It depends on whether or not we have a good working relationship with them at the time, right? So, like, Emery talks about, like, man, you know, I've heard, you know, in working in these projects that, 
you know, with these, these species, you know, generally speaking, some of them think that it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if somebody came and wiped us out, that we've been causing too much pollution, too much damage, and, you know, we'll just let it go. Um, and he stated that, you know, some species, you know, if they're underground or underwater, he stated that, you know, your surface problems are your problems. If they come down here and mess with us, then, you know, maybe we'll, we'll take them on. But that's what's interesting is that he talks about, you know, that fact that there's that separation of, are they attacking us? Do we want to poke the bear that's not attacking us? Will they attack them at some point? You know, do they just want the land? I mean, in my mind, you know, if they're an alien species and they come to attack the planet, you know, or attack like a species on the planet, you better be at DEFCON 5 because you know what? Those guys can cross light years. They can definitely go down in the ocean and F you up and take you take what you have. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I don't understand why it wouldn't be like an all for one situation if there wasn't, if there was some sort of attack on earth. Um, to me, that doesn't make sense. You know, like it's kind of like the United Nations, right? They join together so that if there was a threat to one, it's a threat to all. And that way there's safety in numbers. But, you know, maybe the aquifarians, reptilians, tall whites, small grays, whatever the case is, you know, think that, okay, well, you know, there's, we have the advantage here because we have, we have ships that we can fight with. We have technology that we can fight back with, but it's a numbers game too. It depends on how many ships the insectoids bring. And if they bring a ton of them and we're out there, everyone's outnumbered. Well, guess what? They have air superiority. Once you have air superiority, it's pretty much game over. Yeah, you can put some boots on the ground. And yeah, that can make a difference and, and this and that. But once you maintain air superiority, you know, it's pretty much over and done with shut, open and shut case in my mind. Because, you know, it's it's the same with the uh, the space, the space uh, race, you know. First person to the moon, first person to get a satellite up into the space. Whoever wins that race wins, you know. You have dominance, once you can communicate via satellite to multiple satellites and get your images, you have air superiority. You have more intelligence. You have more ability to strike. So my personal opinion, if it's a numbers game, it's all over, right? It's going to be, uh, like they said, it's like Starship Troopers. I mean, it was us against the bugs, except we went to the bugs planet before the bugs can come to our planet in that movie. They shot like this huge rock from from their home planet, and it like wiped out Buenos Aires, and it was like eight million dead or something like that. And so we we went there and fought against the bugs and got our asses whooped, <laughs> um, because bugs will swarm you. Think about ants. If they were like ant like people, right? Ants will swarm anything and just annihilate it. They'll just swarm it and swarm it and swarm it with so many numbers that it's it's game over. So it just depends on the numbers, really, you know. So he goes on and, you know, he continues to talk about, you know, potential for, you know, combined powers of, you know, maybe there's a trade negotiation that we can use with, with one of the species on the planet um, or another species in the Galactic Federation to to protect us. But see... 
what I understand about the Galactic Federation is they are basically like the governing body of the of our galactic area, right? So why would they let some other species just come and dominate the planet? I, and I've heard that we have we have formed bonds with other species that have uh, have the power to protect the planet Earth from certain species, um, and we've actually kept certain uh, draconians stuck on the planet. They wanted to leave, and we kept them stuck because because of these these partnerships and agreements that we had. So I think that it goes without saying that the more that we have an agreement with other species, the better off we are. Now you can use that for your own life, right? The more agreements that you have with, with certain, certain groups in your life and the, or business groups or people or friends or family or so on and so forth, the more connections you have, the more, the more power you have, the more safety you have, the more, uh, opportunities you have, the more, uh, you know, capability of creating your own reality you have. So strength in numbers, strength in numbers, doesn't matter if it's your race, doesn't matter if it's your species, doesn't matter who it is, strength in numbers, because when that, like Reagan said, what if an extraterrestrial threat was upon us, would these minor things that we argue about really matter anymore? Would we all come together as one to fight? And I'm pretty sure we would. So anyway, not the, not my favorite episode I've watched only because he talked about this, but again, you know, (laughs) I think we have enough bonds and enough, hopefully enough agreements in place to save us if there was some sort of really aggressive species out there coming for us. And if not, well, hopefully we won't be here when that happens. <laughs> so anyway, guys, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're taking care of your spiritual, physical, emotional health. Uh, I think the higher the vibration that we bring to each other will bring about change around the world right? It's like that song, you know, come on people now, smile on your brother, everybody get together, gotta love one another right now. Came out in the 60s, 70s, man, you know, that's that's the kind of vibe we need to to get better, to be better, to feel better, to get healthier, to bond our families together, to bond our communities together, to bond our countries together, and bond this world together. Hopefully that can happen sometime. Anyway, I hope you guys are doing great. Take care of yourselves, work on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams, and as always, continue to question the universe around you. Until next time, guys, take care, and Lockdown Universe out.